Hello everyone, my name is Marta Del Buono and I'm an energy market reporter here at ICIS. Joining me is our Baltic power reporter, Tasmin Chowdhury. The Baltic states are planning to synchronize with the mainland European power grid by 2025. And last week, transmission system operators of Latvia, Lithuania and Estonia signed the final agreement which commits them to the project. Firstly, why is it significant that the Baltic states have agreed to synchronize with the European grid? So at the moment, the power systems of the Baltic states operate on the same frequency as the Braille ring, which is also called the Integrated Unified Power System, which was formed during the Soviet era and which also includes Belarus and Russia. Broadly, Baltic synchronization is one aspect of the EU drive towards deeper energy market integration. But another key reason is security of supply and bringing the Baltics out of isolation, as they are still the only EU states to not be connected with the European grid. TSO signed the final agreement last week, which sets out the technical requirements each of them have to meet. How is security of supply an issue for the Baltics? So Lithuania and Latvia are highly energy dependent, with Lithuania especially relying on imports for around 70% of energy consumption last year. Estonia, on the other hand, used to be a net exporter, but the state-owned energy company has mothballed around eight, almost 800 megawatts of oil shell capacity this year, which is a domestic fuel, and which has switched the country to becoming a net importer. So not having the ab ability to ramp up domestic production to meet peak demand is clearly an issue for these countries and has some downsides in terms of supply security. I see. And can you tell us who are the key import partners of the Baltic right now? The Baltics currently depend, depend on imports from Russia, Belarus, Sweden, Finland and Poland through different interconnectors. Part of the EU synchronisation involves increasing import capacity via the interconnector of Poland and also boosting transmission capacity between the countries. So, for example, a new interconnector between Latvia and Estonia is currently under construction. Additionally, Lithuania is also constructing a subsea cable with Poland, which will also improve security of supply in case, for example, there is maintenance work on the overground link with Poland. Um, this is a clearly huge project for the TSOs. Can you tell us how are they preparing for it? So to prepare, the Baltics are due to test out their power systems in what is called isolation mode. So that's disconnecting from their cross-border links and relying only on domestic output. This also involves managing the frequency of the systems, which is a huge task for these TSOs to complete. The Baltics were due to connect this isolation mode test in June, but TSOs announced that this would be delayed until next year. The reason was that a similar isolation mode test was completed in Kaliningrad, the Russian exclave, just last weekend, which could have caused issues with the Baltic power grids as they are connected via Lithuania. Although it went as planned, the TSOs had to delay their tests, and we'll have to wait to find out when that will take place and what the results are. But it is important as it will give an idea of the security of energy supply across the, Balt across the Baltics. Very interesting to hear what is going on in the region. Thank you very much, Tasmin. If you want to have more information and the latest update on the Baltic synchronization, please check out our website, icis.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>